All right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. So here we are. Today is Monday, August 30th of 2021. Where in the heck did the month of August go? I don't know. So hopefully school's going okay if you're not currently quarantined. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Seeing those numbers go up across the state. Uh So not everybody's positive, but a lot of kids are told to, hey, stay home for a little bit. Yep. We've had a little bit of that in our family, too. So uh, what else is happening today as we look at the 30th day of August? Well, today is, uh, let's see, National Slinky Day. Oh, I used to love slinkies. And then um, you would try to get it to go down the stairs, but it would never really go down the stairs like the commercial. Oh, the commercial made it look like it was so easy. (laughs) (laughs) It's slinky. It's slinky. It's fun for a girl. Uh, it's It's fun for a girl and a boy. Remember that? No. Yes, you do. No, but here's the deal. You remember random advertising campaigns from your childhood. Advertisers really got me at a young age. <laughs> okay, so give it to me. What do you think it is for it's Slinkies? It's Slinky. It's Slinky. Um, it's something like, uh, it's a it's something about a toy, but I know the last part is, it's fun for a girl and a boy. <laughs> All right, we're going to have to look that up and see if she's anywhere near accurate on that. I was just thinking as I saw that today, like, can you imagine uh, Kai, who's 11, about to be 12, if we would have handed him a slinky, <laughs> like he wants Xboxes, Playstations, snakes, go-karts. Yeah. What's this spring thing? Right. What is this? Yeah, this is lame. But for us, like if we got one of those, it was a huge deal. I know. Uh, what else? Today is also National Toasted Marshmallow Day. So I guess that's mainly s'mores, right? Toasted or burned? I mean, I like mine a little burned. Toasted for me. Just a little toasty. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess people can eat marshmallows without the s'mores, but why would you do that? <laughs> It's also <clears throat> National Beach Day today. Oh. So I know that, uh, you know, a lot of people want to go to the beach. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the best time. I was watching hurricane stuff all weekend. Yeah. Like, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. The stuff they're dealing with in Louisiana. And, you know, I have friends in the New Orleans area. I have friends all, all throughout South Louisiana, people I've known through wrestling and radio. And I'm sitting here going, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. That storm, it just kept building and it got stronger as it got uh, right there to landfall and then the flooding and the fact that the rain's going on and all that stuff. So our thoughts to the people on the Gulf Coast who are dealing with that. But it is National Beach Day today. So if you're somewhere on a beach. I'm getting sun, getting salt, and I ain't slept in a week. Yeah, I'm somewhere on a beach. So you want to do some beach in this year? And We had a beach trip planned for this year as well, and that didn't really work out quite so well thanks to the pandemic. So maybe I'll find a beach somewhere in 2022, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm telling my wife, at least. Uh Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. So today is Slinky Day. We've established that already. And Kelly thought she knew the words (laughs) to the jingle from 30 years ago, (laughs) maybe 40 years ago. (laughs) Kelly, give me what you think the jingle sounds like. Okay. This is a commercial from the 80s. It's slinky, it's slinky, and a toy. It's fun for a girl and a boy. That's the only part I, I know, but I know that it remind it rhymed with toy. All right, toy so and you, boy. You think the entire commercial lasted seven seconds? 
No, I just, that's the part I remember. I found one from the 80s. You want to see how close you are? (laughs) This could be embarrassing or it could be great. Who knows? We'll see what her recall's like. It's Linky, it's Linky, for fun it's a wonderful toy. What walks downstairs, a loner in pairs, and makes a slinkity sound. A spring, a spring, a marvelous thing, everyone knows it's Linky. It's Linky, it's Linky, for fun it's a wonderful toy. It's fun for a girl and a boy. Hey! Oh my gosh, that is weird. <laughs> like I get Folgers in your cup or something, but the Slinky jingle... That one surprises me just a tad bit. (laughs) Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1997 and Kenny Chesney had the number one song in country music on this day. She got it all. He was number one with this song in 97. You know that I admit that someone love like this only existed in my prayer. Until I saw her face, I knew I'd found a place where I could keep my every eternally she got it all my heart my soul my wishes all of my love my hugs my kisses everything that means anything at all all of my life I've spent hoping I could give someone such devotion Twenty-four years ago today, this song was number one, sitting at the top of the country charts. It was Kenny Chesney. All my life, I've been hoping I can give someone such devotion. Kenny Chesney and she's got it all. It was number one on this day in 1997. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, get up. Let's do Monday. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. I got you gossip this morning on Justin Bieber. Yeah. 
Congratulations. Congratulations to Justin Bieber, who has now overtaken Ariana Grande as uh, the person with the record for the most Spotify streams in a single month. So last month, Justin Bieber was streamed 83.3 million times on Spotify alone. That's crazy. So Ariana Grande was the original record holder with 82 million streams back last December. Justin now comes in with 83.3 million streams. The most Spotify streams in a single month is for Justin Bieber. The way you hold me, hold me, hold me, hold me, hold me. You know, he's in a new song with the kid Leroy. If you can't be right, then I do the same thing. I told I like you that I never would. I told you I changed. Even when I knew I never Other big streams, just uh, to kind of give you an idea, Bieber had 83.3. The second biggest streams last month was for The weekend, 74.5 million. And then Ed Sheeran was in third place with 72.4. So, but Justin Bieber sits at the top of Spotify from last month. Gotcha Gossip today on Kanye West. So Kanye had a listening party for his album Donda in Chicago last week, and he got some attention. For one, Kim, his almost ex-wife, Kardashian, came out in a wedding gown during the final song, uh, No Child Left Behind. And Kanye's reportedly telling people that they're back together, but sources are just saying <laughs> uh, Kim basically did it to support Kanye and his career sure. for her kids. Also, Kanye caused even more controversy by bringing Marilyn Manson and DaBaby on stage. Now, they were there because they're on a song called Jail Part 2, uh, but these two have not had a lot of positivity in their lives for the last uh, yeah. uh, few months. So, Kanye ended the night by setting himself on fire. Yeah. Not, not for real, but obviously it was just a stunt, but it did. If you see the the video, it looks really cool. No, it's very it's very theatrical. Right. Well, Donda is now finally streaming streaming on all platforms, but Kanye said he didn't want it to. He actually tweeted that Universal released it without his permission. He also complained that Jail Part 2 wasn't included, but like if you look up at ne- if you look it up now, yeah. and you want to listen to Kanye's new album Donda, it's all there now. So I'm not sure what happened, but yeah. You know, he's very particular about when his music comes out. But if the label put it out, you would think there was some type of agreement there. Right. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. All right, got your gossip today on The Karate Kid and Cobra Kai. So, The Karate Kid and old Daniel LaRusso and Johnny, they're back in a big way, right? Mm -hmm. With Cobra Kai. So Cobra Kai Season 4 begins coming up in December, so a lot of people are excited about that to see where the story is going to go. But let me give you a heads up. It's not going to be over with Season 4 because Netflix has just now renewed Cobra Kai for Season 5, even before the fourth one starts. So that tells you how big that show is on Netflix. Uh, The talk is production on Season 5 will start this fall in Atlanta. So we'll have more of Johnny. We'll have more of Daniel and more of Cobra Kai. Got you gossip today on Justin Timberlake. All those things I shouldn't do, but you dance, dance, dance. So Justin Timberlake posted a video to Instagram and it shows him kind of hanging out in the studio. It looks like he's doing a recording session uh, and they're kind of just playing around in the clip. But Justin is sitting next to one of his friends and all of a sudden they start singing No Scrubs by TLC. Here's Justin Timberlake. Oh, I don't want your number, no. I don't want to give you my end, no. I don't want to meet you, no. 
no way, no. I don't want none of your time. I don't want no scrub. Scrub is a guy that That's cool. I love that song. Yeah, and TLC released No Scrubs back in 1999. No, I don't want no scrub. Scrub is a guy that can't get none of from me. Hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride. You can check out Justin Timberlake's take on No Scrubs on his Instagram page. And of course, every morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got your gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Let me hit a song for you real quick. Oh. So this is a, a wild story. It's a true story out of Chicago. This company, or this company, this couple goes off to get married. It's Doug and Deidre, right? They're going to get married, destination wedding in Jamaica. And the whole vision behind them going down to Jamaica was they wanted some friends to tag along, some family to tag along, but it's kind of expensive. Yeah. You know, so they were asking people, hey, please, for the wedding, RSVP, let us know if you're going to be able to make it because we're going to have to pay for food and, you know, all the different things and for more guests at a reception. That all does cost. So evidently there were two people uh, who said, hey, we're going to be there. We're going to be there. And every time they would talk to him, yeah, we're going to be there. No problem. We're going to make it. We're going to come to Jamaica. Etc. Etc. And uh, these people didn't make it. They didn't get to make it to the wedding yeah. and or the reception. So Doug and Deidre, the couple getting married, sent them an invoice for two hundred and forty bucks <laughs> because they said it cost them one hundred and twenty dollars per guest. And because they didn't show up, they owed them the two forty. This sounds like something you would do. Don't even try to put that on me, uh, Brandon. <laughs> Leslie, they, they didn't show up. Do you know how much we paid for that plate of, of food? I don't even care if we're not friends with them anymore after this, if they don't want to come to our right, big day. Right. So the reactions are kind of mixed. Some people think that they're very much on the side of the right. Hey, these people said they were yeah. going to be there. They didn't show up, so they do owe them money. And then other people are like, hey, it's your wedding, and it's only 240 bucks. Let it go. Yeah. Which side are you? I'd say let it go. Let it go? Mm-hmm. Just enjoy the marriage in Jamaica? Yeah. But I'm telling you, man, friendship over at that point if that happened to me. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Man, here we go. You know, we're big supporters of Arkansas State University. A-State football is this weekend, first home game. Coach Butch Jones, what's it going to look like, man? There's all kinds of different uh, things going on with the team trying to get things in order. I mean, you have a brand new coach, a brand new director of athletics, Mm -hmm. all kinds of new players. We have no idea what this is going to (laughs) look like. And that's what's so crazy about what we're going to see on Saturday. For many of us, it's going to be like, wait, what is this? Yeah. It's going to look a lot different. So uh, if you were ready for something different, we'll get that coming up on Saturday at Centennial Bank Stadium in Jonesboro. And of course, everybody around the state's invited to come out and be a part of that and uh, and do football. I mean, yeah. we love football. Mm-hmm. Football's fun. Football brings community back together. Yeah. Brings cities together, states together. So mm-hmm. we can all do that. Of course, uh, one of the things I'm most excited about is I get to be out there on the field again, <clears throat> which I think is still the plan. And I get to host A-State football 
uh, and do the games and the contests and some of the promotions and stuff like that. So I'm excited about it. Well, and you do a really great job at that. I mean, I know that I hardly ever give you compliments, but um, you do a really good job and you get the crowd going and it's it's fun. Yeah, the whole vision is uh, is just to do engagement interactions and some of the downtimes, right? Like, so there's a timeout or something. So here I come on the screen and we're going to play a game. We're going to give stuff away. We're going to yell. We're going to scream. We're going to do cams and kiss cams and all these different things, which is a whole bunch of fun. So I'm excited about that. But, you know, there's pressure with that, too, because like I can, um, you know, be out of shape the entire first part of the year. But by the time I get to September, I need to be looking a little bit better. Yes, I know. I've been with you in this job for a, a while, and, and I know your uh, your patterns. You've been here for every one of my seasons. What am I going into? My seventh season? Is that right, or I my think, sixth? I think I it's your think. sixth season. I can't think of which. Maybe it is. But anyway, so you know, the first year I was scared to death. The first game was against Mizzou, <laughs> and they were like, hey, there's going to be about 30,000 people there. And I'm like, oh, that's great. Yeah. Y'all, he paced back and forth. Uh in this room, mm-hmm. days before you even had to do that job, you were pacing. Almost bailed on it because I, I thought, know. I don't think I can do this. Yeah. Because if you don't know, like, you know, I've had some anxiety issues over the years. And this was like a completely new thing. I didn't know if anybody on the A-State staff liked me. I didn't know if anybody in the stadium liked me. Well, they still don't. Well, and they still don't. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But now I don't care because I'm getting paid. <laughs> uh, no, but for real, you know, it was really intimidating. And now it's, you know, I still want to represent well. I want to represent yeah. our show and our company and all that kind of stuff. So I bought some new stuff over the last couple of weeks Uh-oh. Uh, and I thought the last thing I needed well I needed two things I needed some new sunglasses because I've had my sunglasses for the last couple of years and they're kind of starting to look like a little bit ragged Brandon you've had those sunglasses longer well no, I buy the least... same I buy the same look every time oh okay because I, I leave them sometimes but okay. like these are at least two-year-old sunglasses and like the nose pieces have fallen off so they kind of <laughs> leave indentions on my face <laughs> So you got some new ones. Yeah, I got some new ones. I saw a 50% rack and I got got 50% off my sunglasses. And then I was looking for some jeans because I wanted some jeans that kind of fit me that didn't look like I was lazy dad. You know, because I bought some jeans that for whatever reason, after like an hour, they look like lazy dad jeans. Is that is that a term coined by your wife? Uh, no, or she's is it fine coined with, by you. That's no, coined by me. She's fine with me wearing whatever looks lazy stupid. dad jeans. Give me give me an example. Just define lazy, lazy dad jeans. Well, for a long time, like boot cut was a really big deal. Right. Mm-hmm. But now I think it really shows, you know, maybe not the style that I want to represent with, especially in front of so many young people out there at A-State football. In front of all the sororities and fraternities and all that, you're going to have to walk by them and you don't want to have like on some dad jeans and then yeah. be like, oh, look at that dude. At he's them. a dad. But he thinks he's cool, <laughs> but he's wearing dad jeans. Yeah. So I tried to fix that. But I knew I was trying on all these different jeans, all different brands, all different price points. Right. I just really wanted to see which ones were going to fit me the best. And I knew if I were to tell my wife which brands I was trying on, she That's would pick negative. the most expensive brand. She would. 100%. It doesn't matter if they look terrible on me. She would tell me, oh, no, those are the best. Those are the best. <laughs> so I, I intentionally tried on jeans and didn't tell her which brands I was trying on because I wanted the honest appraisal. And lo and behold, she, she chose a pair of jeans that I thought fit me the best, that I thought looked the best, uh-huh. and they were not the expensive name brand. So I was excited. Would you like to tell us how much you actually, do you have the jeans on now? I have the jeans on now. All right, let's I'll see. wear them every day this week. Okay. I like them. <laughs> yeah. So they were, they were, um, on a discount. Uh-huh. <laughs> Y'all know there's a discount involved. And then I got 20% off on top of that. So how much are your, how you much, tell you how much you? I paid for these jeans? Yes. No, cause you're going to judge them. Let no, you're going to judge them. I don't judge. I don't want you I to judge them. I buy cheap em. stuff too. Let me see. All right. Do these look fine? See the, the coloring? You like the color? 
the fit. I'm a girl, and I don't even say look at the coloring. Do you like the way they fit around my shoes? Yeah, it's you know what? That's that's an amazing look. All right, what do you think they cost? I'm gonna say on sale and a twenty percent discount. I, there's part of me that wants to say a dollar, but no, I know it has silly. to be more. Twenty three ninety nine. Oh my goodness. <laughs> You could have gotten like so many more pairs. Is that embarrassing? <laughs> a little bit. Should I have not said that? I meant $123.99. Uh-huh. A deal's a deal. These are very expensive jeans. <laughs> I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. That's crazy. The that sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So a 36-year-old man from Georgia named Rodney Metzer was just sentenced to 25 years in prison for kidnapping his ex-wife just so he could pretend to save her. Huh? <laughs> so he broke into her home back in January. He hid who he was by wearing a mask and disguising his voice. He roughed her up, zip-tied her hands, put a pillowcase over her head, dragged her inside, and he oh. left her there. Then he went home, changed his clothes, and returned to the ex's house where she was still tied up. That's when he, quote, saved her. So the cops weren't fully buying Rodney's story. They later discovered surveillance footage of him leaving a store with zip ties in his hands. His computer also showed searches for things like, how long before you starve to death? So the prosecutors called Rodney a master manipulator. Before his plan, he had tried to win her back by faking a cancer diagnosis. But that didn't work out either. So I think uh, he was wow. pretty, uh, Rodney was pretty dramatic. That's great. But speaking of kidnapping your ex-wife, did you hear about the kidnapping at school? Ooh, no, I didn't. It's okay. He woke up. Oh, <laughs> it took me a second. Yeah, it's Monday. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. The kid napping. <laughs> I get it now. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So we should have planned on doing like uh, some type of photo shoot today. Because, number one, I bought some new bronzer over the weekend, which all... Is that why you look so amazing today? The bronzer? It's your coloring? Don't most grown men buy bronzer? (laughs) And all the men said, no. no. Can I tell you what was in my hand as I was going up there to check out yesterday? And I saw somebody I knew as I was going up to the checkout, and I was a little bit embarrassed. Napkins? uh, Napkins? Oh, not, no, not napkins. Nope, nope, nope. Not yet. (laughs) I was going to say you're embarrassed, so... No, so I had bronzer. I had shaving cream with oh. the pink top because I like the girl shaving cream because it's cheaper. Oh my gosh, Brandon. I had some sour worms for Kai and there was something else. And as I was checking out, I started thinking, this is the least manly purchase I yeah. think I've ever made. That's pretty unmanly. Oh, and cheap razors. That was the other thing. Yeah. You get cheap razors? Because I go through them so fast. Oh. You know? You yeah, I like to head. shave. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate that. But like, I feel like because of my new bronzer, at one point, Leslie said, hey, that might be a little dark. I don't, I'd have to turn on our overhead lights to see you. But I I feel like I'm bronze. And for whatever reason, you came in here like you've been at the beach all weekend. Well, not at the beach, but my friend does have a swimming pool. So I did hang out at the pool a lot this weekend. But after hanging out, I got to thinking um, and I actually got almost injured. In the pool? Yeah, I was by myself. There was no one, no one home either. I did oh not gosh, dive head first. I did not do a cannonball. Yeah. But, okay, when I was little, I've always been a good swimmer. I've always liked it. I've always enjoyed it. But when you get in a pool when you're little, what's the first thing that that people tell you always be careful of, like when you're little? Um, the drain. Okay? Oh they're they're gosh, always yeah. like, don't don't go near the drain. You know, it could grab your hair. It could pull you down. I remember those stories like that. And, and so my brother and I were scared to death, even though we'd still swim in the deep end. Or they'd say, 
you know, be careful, make sure you don't jump on anyone or whatever. But also, they never really did warn you about the pool vacuum. The pool vacuum? Yes. What's wrong with the pool vacuum? I have been scared of a pool vacuum for, I mean, since I can remember, probably since I was five or six. Really? And it's because they're cum- they're big and cumbersome, and they, they make those suction noises if they come to the top. <laughs> and it scares you. And then, That scared me. Right. And then they have, like, these cords. So if you're swimming, sometimes you can get wrapped in the cord. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Those big, thick, yeah, those yeah. cords. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So the I was hoses. in the- yeah, I was in the po- in the pool yesterday, and I was uh, over on the side of the pool in the in the shallow end, not thinking. And the the vacuum was going, but it was down on the deep end, right? Right, sure. I had no issues, so forgot about it. And uh, I was getting a drink and looking at something, and all of the sudden, bam! What? I got hit by the vacuum, and the vacuum went up my ankle and like scraped my foot right here and I, I basically jumped out of the water. Oh my gosh. So now I have a reason to be scared of them because it was coming after me. It wasn't coming after No, you. but they It do. wasn't like a shark. You'll, all of a sudden you'll turn around and that it's almost like those <laughs> vacuums are like they, they, they're everywhere. Like they're maybe it's maybe it's monitored or it's remote controlled by the guy that lives there. Maybe he was he's trying to mess with me. He's trying to go over there and suction your leg. But were you ever scared of the like the? You oh yeah, tell me you are. You had no the been. drain, especially especially when I had long hair. Or if they'd throw those little rings out, my mom would say, "All right, go get the rings." And if it was even though I could go all the way down mm-hmm. to the drain, I would not go by the one in the drain. I'd send my brother. Yeah, like you, you the one that goes down to the drain and gets caught. If anybody's going to get their hair stuck, it's going to be Kyle. <laughs> No, but for real, because I was like that too. Yeah, and like they, my my cousin or all my cousins and my brother and my sister were really good swimmers. Yes, I was always the one afraid that if I got too far down there, I couldn't breathe because <laughs> I was the anxiety. Kid. Yes, so they would all go down there and do these big deep dives and have snorkels and stuff like that, and I would just stay in the shallow end, just waving. Yeah, good or job, pop, guys. or pop would be like, "Hey, get on my back," and he'd want to do the under the water swim across Aww. the whole pool. I never liked that. I was scared of that. He'd want me to do it. I'd be like, no, Pop, no. And he kind of forced me to do it. Well, since I was in the pool by myself, I worked on my handstands. I worked on my my forward rolls, my yeah. back handsprings, all of the tricks I used to do when I was in the pool when I was really little. Yeah. I was by myself. No one was watching. Do you have any uh, proof that you were doing that? <laughs> no. You have <laughs> no goodness. back handspring proof? <laughs> no, I, I did not tape myself. I mean, record myself doing the back handspring. I mean, literally most of the time when I go over as a guest in somebody's pool, I take over and just start doing tricks. That's just what I do. So, you You know, you shouldn't feel bad about that at all. Watch out for the drain, though. Yeah. And watch out for the vacuum. Scary still. Yeah, that's scary as well. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry. I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Monday, August the 30th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Chase Lee, who celebrates today. Joanne Johnson Woods of Corning is celebrating a birthday. Blake Couch. Happy birthday. Sean McDowell is celebrating. Nancy Perry of Jonesboro celebrates a birthday today. Oh, that's my mother-in-law. Happy birthday, Nancy. Happy birthday, Nancy. Hope you have a great day today. Big party, right? Oh, yeah. Big old celebration. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, how about uh, Carlin Hillman of Elmira celebrating a birthday today? Peggy Munnerlin of Stuttgart celebrates. And our buddy Bob Snell of Jonesboro, he celebrates his birthday today as well. So happy birthday, Bob. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say... Happy birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Jessica Henwick is 29. That's Namiria Sand on Game of Thrones and Colleen on Marvel's Iron Fist. Happy birthday today to BB Rexa, who is 32. Oh, yeah. How about that? It just means a little bit, baby, just let it be. It just means a little bit. You know she follows me on Twitter, right? She does. Come on now. So won't you ride with me? B.B. Rexa from that song right there. She also did this one. B.B. Rexa's birthday today. Happy birthday, B.B. Rexa, 32 today. Andy Roddick is 39. He's a retired tennis star, and he's married to, Brandon, you were telling me this, Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover girl, Brooklyn Decker. Yep, the yellow bikini. Uh Mm Uh-huh. Cameron Diaz is 49 today. Of course, she was on There's Something About Mary, The Mask, and Charlie's Angels. uh, Michael Chiklis is 58 from The Shield, The Thing, and in the pre-reboot Fantastic Four movies. Ben Jones is 80 today. That was Cooter on Dukes of Hazard. Oh, yeah. Cooter was always fun. Gomer's cousin. Just a good old boy. Wasn't it? Oh, no. Never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw. Been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. Were you a fan of Cooter? Uh, probably more. Luke Duke. Luke Duke. The dark-headed Duke? Yep. Someday the mountain might get him, but the law never will. Making their way the only way they know how. That's just a little bit more than the normal allow. There you go. Just a good old boy. They wouldn't change if they could. I was such a huge fan of that show. And Cooter actually has the museum in Nashville. If you go see the Dukes of Hazard Museum, he has a couple in Tennessee, I think, maybe in Kentucky too. But if you're a fan, you can go and check those out. The same museum where when I took my son through there and I was so excited to see the memorabilia, the merchandise, all the the iconic stuff that they had like in the museum part. Kai looks at the lady in the store. He was mad. He was ready to leave. And they have like the General Lee and Dixie's Jeep and all that stuff. Uh, Daisy Dixie. (laughs) Daisy's Jeep. Uh, Kyle looks at the lady in the store and says, and I quote, I hate this place. (laughs) Guess it's time to go. (laughs) Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Ben Jones, Cooter from the Dukes of Hazzard, who turns 80 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, y'all, Monday morning is here. And as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. All right, we have Country Music News today on Eric Church. I woke in my soul in gas and set my heart on fire. So Eric Church is an electric performer on stage, and people go crazy at his concerts just when he walks out, right? Yeah. And they scream for three or four hours while he's performing. 
But imagine this. Imagine you're at somebody else's show and out walks Eric Church. <laughs> and the show is being held in Nashville at the Ryman Auditorium. This is what happened over the weekend with Arkansas's Ashley McBride. She had a three-night stand at the Ryman. And all of a sudden, out walks special guest Eric Church. And this is what it sounds like. They're about to do the Allman Brothers Band, the song Midnight Rider. But you can hear the crowd is losing their mind. It's a big surprise. It's the cheap. Again, he's on stage with Ashley McBride, who went to Arkansas State. That's cool, right? Eric Church and Ashley McBride live at the Ryman. We have country music news today on the Zach Brown Band. And a little bit of chicken fried. Oh, yeah. Cold beer on a Friday night. A pair of jeans that fits just right. And the radio So the Zach Brown Band is back with the comeback, which happens to be the title of their upcoming album, which comes out October 15th. And Zach says that the album celebrates our resilience as a community. And he goes on to say, this music is about standing together and rediscovering our roots and what makes us human. And the only good thing about getting knocked down is the comeback when it's time to come back around. So Zach also plays a big part in the new album. He's a co-writer on every track. Plus, he also co-produced the album. But one of the songs you already know on the album, Same Boat. We're all in the same boat, fishing in the same hole, where the same time goes, money too. The comeback from the Zach Brown Band comes out October 15th. All right, country music news today on Thomas Rhett. Last night we cracked some cold beers and cranked their church to tea. Thought, man, it feels good to be country again. Thomas Rhett's talking about the creation of this song, and he says it kind of was... Uh, Around the beginning of the pandemic where he was sitting around and realized that he wasn't going to write for a little bit. He took two months off and he says he's never really taken that much time off from writing music. But when Thomas Rhett came back and started writing again, the first song he wrote was Country Again. Because he thinks that there's uh, country can be a synonym, right? A lot of people, when they think of country, they think about boots and jeans and cowboy hats and all of that stuff. But he says country really is a lifestyle. It's a simple way of life. It's a way of knowing you don't need much to be happy. And that's where country again came from for Thomas Red. We have country music news today on Kid Rock. So Kid Rock had two shows canceled over the weekend in Fort Worth, Texas due to COVID-19. Kid Rock was scheduled to perform at Billy Bob's Texas in Fort Worth, but went to Twitter to let fans know he had to cancel, saying, quote, 
I am upset. Over half the band has COVID. Parentheses, not me. And before you blank for brains, bloggers and media trolls run your mouths, many of them, like me, have been vaccinated. Wow. Kid Rock goes on to say that he wanted to keep the dates anyway and just at least try to entertain, even if he just had to play an acoustic set, DJ, or even juggle. He said, but seriously, it's way out of my hands on this one. I'm beyond upset, and you real ones know I would never cancel if I absolutely didn't have to for this. I'm sorry, but... Kid Rock cancel shows due to his band having COVID. He has so many hits. And the crazy thing is, the first time I went to a show, we did a whole limo ride and a radio trip. And I was kind of like, I'll go because there's going to be beer in a limo. Right. And then I was there and I was like, this dude is so good. Mm-hmm. And I, was, I went back and saw him multiple different times. A Kid Rock show. It's a big, fun show. Now, this one is still a little bit scary when he plays uh-huh. that one. But I like some of the ballads. Everybody knows my name. What about this song right here? I put your picture away. I also loved this one. Up and down that lonely road of faith. I have Kai's favorite kid rock song, and he thinks this one's relatively new. And we were trying oh. different things, and we were smoking funny things, making love out by the lake to our favorite song. Kid Rock canceling shows in Texas. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is August the 30th, and today in pop culture in 1975, KC and the Sunshine Band. They were number one in the U.S. with this one. Seventy-five. Today in pop culture in 1986, Steve Winwood was number one on the charts with this song. Remember this one? Today in Pop Culture, in 2004, MTV did their Video Music Awards. I wanted to run through some of the winners because this was very much early in my radio career. and These songs were all really big hits. Uh, let's see here. Best Rock Video went to Jet for this one. Well, I can say you The Best Group Video went to No Doubt for this song. This is 2004. Best video went to Outcast. And for best male video, it's a song that still lives in the clubs today. Usher. one of those songs, man, that stands the test of time. It still seems like young people like that one, too. So that was back in 2004. Uh, Today in Pop Culture in 2005, Brooks and Dunn released their ninth studio album. The album was called Hillbilly Deluxe, and it featured a couple of their big hits. 
looked at me and smiled, said I raised my hands, bow my head, finding more and more truth. The words It's a great song. It's called Believe. That's Brooks and Dunn out in 2005. Also on the Hillbilly Deluxe album was this one. Yeah. Something country. And today in Pop Culture in 2011, Jake Owen released his third album. It was called, try that again, it was called Barefoot Blue Jean Nights. Never gonna grow up, never gonna slow down. We were shining like lighters in the dark in the middle of a rock show. Also on Jake's album in 2011 was this one. She was the one that got away. The one that wrecked my heart. And this one. So put your lips up to my mouth and tell me you can't stay. Don't slip your hand under my shirt and tell me it's okay. Don't say it doesn't matter cause it's gonna matter to me. I can't be. I mean, do you realize how many hits were on that album? And another one. Well, I'll go anywhere. West Virginia, baby, I don't care. Mexico on a wild hair. Have you ever seen California? Pick a spot on any old map. I travel light in my bags are packed. Just as long as I'm where you're at. I'm gonna have a real good view. Jake Owens' album, Barefoot Blue Jean Night, was out on this day in 2011. Today is August the 30th, and that is Today in Pop Culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. This is Arkansas's morning show. Thanks for starting your day with us. Positive minds lead to positive lives. It's time for your morning motivation on Brandon Baxter in the morning. Eric Birch from Birch & Co. Real Estate joins us in studio again this morning, ready to motivate us and ready to motivate Arkansas. Good morning, Mr. Birch. What's up, Arkansas? Here we tackle another day, perspective, mindset, all the things that kind of you become known for across Arkansas on the radio. Well, I, I think I sounded a little like Kelly right then, right? Good. I mean, good. I wouldn't you know, take I, it that far. <laughs> I was about was maybe good. A, a five out of ten. Can, yeah. I, get a, can I get a five? Sure. All right, you got, I got, you a, got five. a five. Five out of ten. That'll work. Hey, you got to do your thing, though. Your thing, though, obviously we know the track record with Birch & Co. Real Estate and the homes and the rentals and building proper, all the stuff that you guys do. One of the things I think that surprises some people when they hear the motivation is truly that... Uh, your business, a lot of that has been built on the fact that your mindset is so positive. Everything is possible, uh, and you put in the work. Uh, I'm, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I see that yeah. though, and I know that that's how you lead your team. I've mm-hmm. talked to people on your team. Right. You lead through positive reinforcement, motivation. We can do this. You're not looking for excuses. You're looking for ways to make things happen. Yeah, I think when I when I got my real estate license back in 2005, 2006, and people were like, you, you understand, you know, the, the real estate world's falling apart, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, eh, it, it, didn't make, it didn't make any difference. It didn't matter to me. That's what I wanted to do. And I was going to, you know, go out and do whatever it took 
uh, to make that happen. And, of course, we did. We went through 2007, 2008, you know, supposedly worst real estate, you know, crash ever. And and we sold more houses, you know. Yeah. I mean, but uh, so, yeah, I guess I don't get up each and every single day and look and see what the economy is doing or what interest rates are doing or what the fed says or you know whatever it is it's if you want if you have a goal and you have a dream then you know and that's uh you're a hundred percent you're focused and that that's what you go after and it doesn't matter who tells you no it doesn't matter what limitations are out there because you know the limit all limitations can be solved and it, you know it's whether it's by with other people uh, there's always other people that are you know typically available or money guess what there's plenty of money out there if you need it that bad you can find it i promise you yeah. uh resources whatever those are you know those, those problems can be solved and and uh, you know so that it's just got to be the focus and man i was just totally sold out you know there just wasn't another option i mean yeah. it was you know i think we've talked about burning the boats you know and that's what that's what we had done we had burned the boat so you there wasn't any going back you know it, all, all we could do was go forward or die you yeah. know so here we are well, and that's the mindset, and that's what we love to do uh, on Monday mornings is to bring you in to maybe shake us up a little bit. Maybe we kind of dreaded going to work today. Sometimes that happens, and it happens to the best of people. Sure. Where they're going, oh, I have to go back to work. Oh, I was really enjoying the weekend. But if we can motivate somebody this morning and get their day going in the right direction and change their week, that's what we like to do. A hundred percent. So let's talk about this, and this will probably hopefully be uplifting to most of you out there. So uh, the one thing that I had to do – you know, throughout my career and, of course, throughout life, uh, is I had to get comfortable with failing. Mm-hmm. You know, and that that's such a it, it's somewhat of a difficult thing. I'm not going to say, you know, just it's it, it's just drudgery. But, you know, when we start kindergarten and we go through 12th grade and for those of you that have went through college as well, you know, we were it was just drilled into us that what, you know, if you got if you got a bad grade or you Failed. It was what? It was bad. a negative thing. It's bad. It's, yeah, it's grounded. Negative, right? Yeah, sure. I mean, I mean, you know, I I remember changing my report card, you know, before I got <laughs> home, you know, before the electronic stuff started, <laughs> you know, cause, so because if not, my parents were going to be, you know, very upset with what I was bringing home. But if you'll do your research, and you know, you you've got somebody you admire, you got somebody you look up to, you got somebody that you go, man, I wish I was where they are. Do your research, because I promise you, the only reason they are where, where they are is because they failed multiple, 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 multiple times. Yep. Okay, and a lot of times that that doesn't make the headlines. Right. Right. You know, when you read the book Good to Great, and these companies that they've they've went in and studied and just said, you know, now there's all of a sudden there's seventeen thousand articles about Apple or about. Microsoft or about, you know, all these big, massive companies, but they didn't even talk to them for the first 20 years, right? you know, because the 20 years that they were screwing it up and reinventing and screwing it up and reinventing and screwing it up and reinventing, you know, that, you know, that what they weren't even on the map. Yep. And all we see is, wow, they made it, you Mm -hmm. know, and and instant success. And why can't I be there? And, you know, what do you mean it's going to take me 10, 15, 20 years to build this? You know, because no, you know, nobody else took that long. Yeah, they did. I mean, just if you will do your research and dig in and find out that there were 5, 10, 15, 20 years before you even heard of that person, that individual, that company, that that 
product or whatever it may be. And guess what? They screwed it up and they screwed it up and they screwed it up and they screwed it up. And, you know, I've been asked many times, you know, have you sold, you know, 5,000 homes in in 15 years? And I go, because I screwed it up more than everybody else did. (laughs) You know, I made more mistakes than everybody else did because we were always trying new things and we were always thinking outside the box and we were always, you know, just trying to, to push and how can we serve our clients more and how can we, you know, make this a better experience and how can we, you know, make sure our clients have the upper hand, you know, when we go into negotiations and all those kind of things. And through that process, I made and we made a lot of mistakes. Uh, and if you make a mistake and you don't learn from it, not a great thing, right? right? But if you make a mistake and you learn from it and you grow from it and you're better because of it, you know, then then that's how great companies become great companies. That's how very successful people, uh, you know, become or are very successful people. And, and, and we've heard it multiple times. You know, it's, it's one of those things, you know, once you make your first million, you know, then it's just, it, it just, it's easy after that, you know, and you know, well, why is that? Well, because it, most of it's a mindset, number one, uh, because most people don't think they can, right. You know, it's, it's no different than the four minute mile, you know, that took, you know, 20 years for, for people to get to the four minute mile. But the day the four minute mile was ran, Within three weeks, seven other people had ran that four minute mile, <laughs> you know, crazy. and you go, no, just everybody peaked at the same time. No, right. everybody finally realizing it sunk in their brain that it was humanly possible for it to happen. And the minute you saw somebody else do it, then you go, well, if they can do it, guess what? I can do it, too. I can do it as well. Yeah. Right. So it's that it's that same thing. But again, there's a lot of heartache. There's a lot of challenges. There's a lot of, of things that go into it. So I'm, I want to give you guys just a list. I've talked about a lot of names uh, over the past several years of who we listen to and who keeps us focused and motivated every single day. But these are some of the people that I love and I follow and I study uh, that just keep me focused. So uh, Jacko Williams, if you're if you haven't ever listened to any of his stuff, listen to him. Joel Olstein. Uh, Tom Grover, Les Brown, Bob Proctor, uh, Dan Look. Those guys are just some of the guys that are that, that out, out there each and every single day. And again, you you go back and look at their life stories and the challenges and obstacles and hurdles that they've had to overcome and face. And I don't know about you, but those are the guys I want to listen to. Sure. I don't want to listen to the guys that had the golden spoon and mm-hmm. everything was handed. And because it, it wasn't to me. You know, so I, I need to find that guy that, you know, dug in, got in the trenches, did what they had to do, spent the time, energy and effort, um, you know, to get where they are and accomplish what they've accomplished. It's Eric Birch from Birch & Co. Real Estate with your Monday morning motivation. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, here it is Monday. And that means many of us are going back to work. You had a weekend off and here we go about to do the eight to five or the nine to five. Working I want to run through some stuff. This might encourage you to go in and talk to your manager today, your boss, your owner, and try to get a raise because you might be underpaid. And there is nothing better than going in and getting what you deserve from your employer. You're there. You commit to them. Mm -hmm. You work 40, 50, 60 hours a week. You don't do vacation. You allow them to tell you what to do. Am I allowed to leave the neighborhood? Am I allowed to go out of town? Can I go to the bathroom? Am I allowed to have the day off today? The truth is, they should say yes if you're a good employee. Kelly, do you think you work hard for your money? Yes. 
Kelly, do you feel like you're paid enough? No. <laughs> Does anybody ever think they're paid enough? I don't think so. Let me run through some signs you're underpaid. And these uh, now, there's going to be people who are like office managers and owners who are hearing this right now, going, "Son of a gun!" <laughs> but I'm speaking to everybody else, right? All you people out there who go to work for somebody, and you're like, "Hey, I just want what's fair." We're not asking for more than what's fair. Yeah. Here are signs you're underpaid, okay? And you can let me know if these tick your boxes, which or, Kelly says isn't a term. But or check. I like tick. Okay, so here we go. If your salary is lower than the online average salary for your same job position, you might be underpaid. Hmm. Why do I feel like I'm doing this like Jeff Foxworthy would do it? <laughs> you may be underpaid. <laughs> you might be a redneck. <laughs> You can go to different things online like uh, Glassdoor.com and kind of get an idea what other people in different areas make for a similar job. Hmm. And if you're underpaid, maybe you walk in there and say, hey, boss, I'm underpaid a little bit. Other signs you might be underpaid if your job duties have changed over the time, but your pay hasn't. (laughs) And some bosses try to just give you more responsibility without trying to compensate you. You were telling me that um, that was happening to you. Good morning, Arkansas. So again, if your job duties have changed, but your pay hasn't, you might be underpaid. (laughs) If your benefits suck, you might be underpaid. Here's what they say about that. They say a modest salary is okay. Like if your salary is not great, it's okay. If you have great health insurance or a lot of time off or you have 401k. Well, how you doing on that? Well, <laughs> can't afford the insurance. <laughs> Two weeks still after 20 years. What is 401k? Anyway, so your benefits suck. If your benefits suck, you might be underpaid. If you haven't gotten a raise in years, unfortunately, some employers make you go in and ask for it. They have it, but you know. Yeah. If you haven't gotten a raise in years, you might be underpaid. And finally, if the company you work for has gotten bigger, but your salary stays the same, Hmm. they say that if your company grows and revenues grow, probably you should make a little bit more as well if you're a big part of that. Understandable. So again, if the company you work for has gotten bigger, but your salary has stayed the same, you might be underpaid. Thank you, Jeff. All right. (laughs) Brandon Baxter in the morning, Alexa, play Kelly's favorite song about being Underpaid. Take this job and shove it. Oh, gosh. I ain't working here no more. Scott, this is not true. Now, she brought me this this morning. I I do not feel any of this. Right. I am so happy with where I am in life. Yes, I am. But if y'all want to email them and tell them we deserve so much more, I'll give you the email. Is that okay? I think that'd be good. Signs you're underpaid. And again, for you business owners and managers, I do apologize, but I have to speak for all of us out there. And there are people who need some more money. What about a cost of living raise? Come on. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know a $1 bill doesn't live as long as you think? According to the Federal Reserve, each buck lasts about 6.6 years. Oh, wow. The $100 bill has an average lifespan of 22.9 years. That's because we don't have that many of them, right? Mm -hmm. That's crazy to think about that. I didn't realize that money got retired like that. 
Did you know baby sea otters can't swim right away? Their moms will wrap them in, a, in pieces of kelp until they learn how to paddle around on their own. Oh, yeah. that's sweet. And I bet you knew this. Did you know male goats will pee on their own faces to attract females for mating? Does it work? I don't know. I'm not saying Maybe I'm, you should I'm just ask asking. A goat. I'm just asking. I, I don't know. Why did you make it like I was asking for me? I was just wondering. You did say, does it work? I know, but I wasn't talking about for me. I was talking about for the goats. And if like Idiot. Brandon. No, If no. you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. From time to time, all of us feel a little insecure. You know? Like you'll, and sometimes it's even social media. It's not even necessarily somebody in the same room mm-hmm. or across the, the hall from you or whatever. It's like, oh, I see somebody on social media and they look better than me or I'm working out, but they're working out harder. Yeah. You know, all this different stuff. But we found out a new study shows that women actually feel uh, more confident as they get older. And they're the most confident at the age of 32. Oh. <laughs> well. Well, I'm just saying, but there's going to be many people who are over the age of 32, like us, and we're like, okay, but does that mean it's over at 32? And that pr- that pretty much means, like, 32 is when you think, that's my best. Hmm. The best I ever looked was at 32. Now, if you can feel that way after that, yeah. that's awesome. Hmm. More power to you. But here's some reasons that we feel that confidence goes up as women get older. And probably a lot of this can be the same thing for guys, but this study was done all about the women. The top five reasons that women feel more confident as they get older is because, quite frankly, they just care less about what other people think. That's 100 percent true. You know, Mm -hmm. especially if you're in a relationship or, you know, your person likes you, the person that really matters likes you. Yeah. They like you for who you are and what you look like. Uh, They say women say that they feel more settled down in life as they get older. Yes. You know, early on, it's we're still trying to wrap our brains Mm -hmm. around it, especially if you're a mother and, and all of that. Uh, They say it's easier to embrace changes in your looks as you get older. You have more support from your family and friends as you get older. And they say you feel more confident uh, at work and that you feel like you're good at your job. So because of that, you exhibit more confidence. Okay. But like confidence can completely change the attractiveness level of somebody. Yeah, it can. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like you see somebody and they're like, you know, maybe not supermodel on the cover of, of, you know, GQ magazine or Sports Illustrated. But they exude this confidence and their personality Mm -hmm. is big. And all of a sudden you're like, you know what? That's hot. Yeah. So anyway, women get more confident as they get older, which I think is good news Mm -hmm. for all of us. What about guys? Do you think we gain confidence as we get older? I think so. Maybe a little bit. Mm -hmm. We care less. Yes. Have you seen my Velcro shoes? Please tell me you don't have those yet. (laughs) Brandon Baxter in the morning. I think we can tell this story now. I want to tell this story out of uh, Michigan where a judge has ordered a Michigan couple to pay $30,441 to their son. Um, because uh, the, the son, who is an adult son, uh, he's 43. He went through a divorce and had to go home and live at home for 10 months with his parents. And he took some of his stuff there because, you know, he's trying to figure out where he was going. Mm-hmm. Um, evidently, when he left and he moved off to Indiana, he left some stuff behind. And his parents didn't know what to do with stuff. They were a little bit embarrassed by what he had collected. And they decided to destroy his uh, collection. Like toys, like uh, Um, action figures? No, not that kind of collection. Clothes. 
No, I don't think it was a clothes collection either. G.I. Joe's. I don't think it was a G.I. Joe or He-Man. Not He-Man either. Not okay. even WWE. It was a, it was a, a material that his parents didn't feel to be appropriate. Why his, are you acting weird? Well, because he had a large collection of stuff that he had collected over the years. Oh, okay. Videos, magazines, and things of that oh. nature. And uh, the parents found it all and they threw it away. Okay, totally get it. He took them to court. Because they didn't no. have the right to throw uh-uh. the stuff away. And the judge is making the parents pay him no. $30,441 no. for the loss of his materials. Which I oh guess is the investment level <laughs> that dude has made. Happening. So just a heads up. I, I just want to let you know that this is like it's been it's been said. We know this can happen. Oh, my goodness. So be careful out there. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Well, it's officially here. We wait all these months, and it feels like forever and ever until we get to football season, and football season kicks off coming up this Saturday at Centennial Bank Stadium. Ready for it. So A-State football against UCA. It's an in-state game. It's our first chance to see Coach Butch Jones and what the team is going to look like. We were talking to him last week. I guess it was last Monday. And there's like 55 new players on the team. So the the team is going to look completely different. He's pushing them to do different things that this team has never done before. So if you're somebody who wants new and fresh and exciting and you want to be there to see, hey, what the heck is this going to look like? We're all going to be there Mm -hmm. on Saturday. Mm -hmm. We encourage you guys to come out there and support the team. And again, when you think about Northeast Arkansas, our home team uh, is the Red Wolves. That's our home team. Mm -hmm. We get out there. We get to uh, join together as a community and Business people come together and college students come together and football fans come together and alumni come together. And really, it's the biggest thing that happens in our area. Also, this week uh, is Paint the Town Red Week. It's uh, for the 24th year, the Jonesboro Regional Chamber of Commerce organizes all these different events Mm -hmm. to celebrate Arkansas State. And I was looking at some of the things happening this week, like today's the Buy Red Day, where uh, all kinds of retailers are giving special deals mm-hmm. on red items in their store. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can find some of these. Like uh, Shadrack's has the Arkansas Raging Red Bull. Chicken Salad Chick has a fresh strawberry tray. Uh, Porch 30 has, ooh, oh, golly, my look goodness. At this. Red velvet waffles with cream cheese mm. glaze and a red cocktail. Ooh. Uh, all kinds of different stuff uh, out there that are going to be a part of that. Uh, again, it's going to be Red Day today as a part of uh, the Paint the Town Red Week. Tomorrow's party with the pack at Nettleton Steam. On Wednesday, they're going to be doing the judging of all the business fronts. That's Order of the fun. pack uh, comes up on Thursday. I get to host that and be out there with um, you know the Spirit Squad. And, and I love it because you never can coaches. hear the next day. <laughs> <clears throat> so that's going to be a lot of fun. That's happening at Centennial Bank Stadium. That's on Thursday night put together by... Uh, the Student Activities Board, and then uh, the Back the Pack Rally is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be at the Embassy Suites, which they've never had that event there before. That's exciting. So yep. that should be exciting, too. Uh, it's Paint the Town Red Week. We get set for A-State football, which, again, kicks off this coming Saturday. Find out more at astateredwolves.com. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, you'll hear all about Kelly's fear of swimming pools, and why she's been afraid of them for her whole life, and why over the weekend at the age of 44, the fear was validated. It's true. 
Uh, we also talk about my wife and how I tricked her into approving cheap jeans for me. I cannot wait to talk to her about that. <laughs> she would have said no if I <laughs> told her the brand. Uh, that's on the podcast today. Also, we talked to Eric Birch, Monday Morning Motivation, how women become more confident as they get older. And a man who had a collection of stuff that his parents thought was inappropriate, they threw it away and now they have to pay. All of that on today's Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? The first the first season finale of House Broken, the second season finale of Duncanville, and tonight's schedule also includes Roswell, New Mexico, and The Republic of Sarah. All right, hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.